Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Ditch Decade Diets Podcast. I am your host, Lorna Perozo, certified food freedom coach and founder of the Ditch Decade Diets Academy. I've spent 10 years in an unhealthy relationship with food, binge eating, over-exercising, and feeling insecure in my body. This podcast is all about helping you get to the root of your food struggles and teaching you how to rewire your brain so you can end binge eating. If you're ready to improve your relationship with food and cultivate more self-love towards yourself and your health, this is the podcast for you. So let's get to it and jump right in. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Ditch Decade Diets podcast. Today, I am talking about all things binge eating. And I made a TikTok and a reel the other day about like what binge eating actually is and some examples of what it looks like to struggle with binge eating. And of course, there were so many comments of like, this is me, this is my life. Like, I can't even believe somebody's describing this to me so accurately. Like, I feel like you're in my mind. Like, this is me. And then I also had some comments of like, wait, like, this isn't normal. Like, what? Is this, this is not normal. Like, this is what I do every single day. So I think for many people, you know, binge eating, they think it's just like, well, if I eat a lot, that's binging. And although, yes, that is one aspect to it, right? It's like how much you eat, you know, you're out of control. You eat way past fullness, you know, many times until you're physically sick, you feel super guilty with food. A lot of people can resonate with those things. It's like, yep, I feel guilty. I feel out of control with food. And I know I eat way past fullness, but there are so many other signs to describe binge eating and just an unhealthy relationship with food in general that might be a little bit harder to catch. So what I wanted to talk about in today's episode is what binge eating is. And I want to share some very tangible examples so you can know what's not normal with food. And by the end of it, you're going to have so much clarity. Like, is this me? And although I hate labels, I don't want you guys to be like, oh, this is me. I am a binge eater. But like just to bring you guys understand, right? Like identities and labeling yourself as like, I'm a binge eater. I'm an emotional eater. Like that's not helpful. But at the same time, I want you by the end of this episode to gain clarity of like, oh, like this is actually not normal with food. You know what I mean? So there there could be certain things that are very common and maybe things that you've done your whole life. And this might be hard to really come to terms with. It's like, I'm so grateful that I now recognize that this is unhealthy, but it's also, it can also be really sad of like, oh my gosh, but like, I've been doing this my whole life, you know? And maybe, maybe you've tried doing things like, you know, drinking tea and brushing your teeth or going about early to avoid giving into your cravings and avoid snacking. And maybe you find it like so challenging, so hard. Maybe it's like your whole life. You're like, I've had these intense cravings. They always feel so intense, whether it's cravings for sweets or sugar or salty things. You're like, it's so hard not to give in. I just have these intense cravings. Well, 
the reality is, is those might not be cravings. They might be binge urges that you're actually experiencing. So no wonder why it feels like so intense. You have to give in. Of course, you start to feel a little crazy around food. Of course, you're thinking about food all day long because you have this urge that is driving you to eat. And it's not that you're weak or not motivated enough. And you might be believing that. Well, I have these intense cravings because, well, I'm just not strong. Or, you know, I keep I keep feeling out of control and maybe I'm just weak. Like maybe I just can't stay consistent. Like you know, there's something wrong with me. But the reality is, is you if you're believing that, you're going to try to keep dismissing your cravings. Oh, I got this. You know, I don't really need the chocolate bar. Like I'm going to say strong. Like I promised myself this week I'm going to do good. Like I'm fine. I got this. But then the craving intensifies over time and eventually turns into a binge urge to the point where you don't have a choice but to give in. So when you might be thinking, well, I just have a motivation problem. My cravings are just so intense. Don't confuse that for binge urges in an unhealthy relationship with food. Starting over every single Monday, don't confuse that with an unhealthy relationship with food and struggling with binge eating. Not being able to control yourself around sweets. Don't confuse that with, you know, not being motivated enough, not having enough discipline. It might be that you're experiencing these binge urges that makes you feel completely out of control with food. So, I want to go ahead and just dive into some examples. And of course, you know, there's so many different variations of like an unhealthy relationship with food and binge eating, but I want to talk about kind of like the most common ones that I, that I experienced myself and now my clients experience. So in no particular order, number one is you do your best to eat healthy all day and make these promises to yourself that you're going to stick to the plan. So when you're struggling with your relationship with food, it's so easy, whether it's first thing in the morning or the start of a week to be like, okay, this is it. Today, this week, I'm going to eat healthy. I am going to stay on track. Like this is, this is the day. This is the week. And maybe you even, you know, start off with a really healthy breakfast, or maybe you're like, okay, I'm going to wait until 11 a.m. Or, you know, I'm going to have a smoothie for breakfast with all these like greens and, you know, antioxidants. And I'm going to do so well today, right? Having that mindset. And it might be because maybe you just came off, you know, a binge last night and you feel horrible and you feel bloated and you feel disgusting and you're like, okay, no, today's the day. Or it might just be that this is kind of happening on a daily basis, like every single day in the morning or like every single week at the beginning of the week, it's like, you know, you make these promises to yourself and you say that you're going to do better this week. You're say, you say that you're going to eat healthy this week. You say that you're not going to have the chocolate. You're not going to have the sweets. Like you set these intentions for yourself. Right. And there's nothing wrong with having intentions of like, I'm going to eat healthier this week because maybe you don't feel good. Maybe your joints hurt. Maybe like you are uncomfortable, right? Like there's nothing wrong with that. But when you, when you are 
expressing this and you're, you know, telling yourself like, I got to eat healthy all day, but more so in the way of like, I have to eat healthy all day so that I don't like binge and I don't feel out of control with food, with those sweets. So I'm just going to not allow myself to eat those sweets. Like that is the unhealthy relationship with food part. Of course, it's great to eat healthy, right? Absolutely. Set those great intentions. Like I'm going to have a great week. Like I'm going to add in more healthy foods this week, but it's different to be like, okay, like I can't mess up. Like I have to eat super healthy. And you're just like overly consumed with like trying to be so perfect and healthy with your diet right? That's, that's the unhealthy part. Second is weighing out everything that you eat very meticulously. So, you know, whether you are tracking calories and macros or you're not right, maybe you are. And you're like, you have your food scale with you everywhere you go and you like weigh it out. And it has to be like, if you're weighing something out for 50 grams, it can't be 51 grams. It can't be 50.5 grams. It has to be exactly 50. And, you know, even when it comes to vegetables and spinach, it's like, if it's, you know, one gram over, nope, that's too much. Like weighing things out very meticulously. And if you're not tracking calories and macros, you're still very meticulous about everything that you're eating, right? Whether it's like, okay, I can have 10 almonds. That used to be my thing. Cause I used to do a lot of like meal plans and stuff. And it would always be like 10 or 15 almonds. Like, you know, so it's like, you have to like count them out or again, weighing your food. And what, what often happens with this is like, I see this happen so often. And again, of course this happened to me as well too, where it's like, you would spend all day, literally all day, like so meticulous, can't be over by a gram or two. And then it's like, as you go about your day, if maybe you ate something that you know would be like way over your macros, way over your calories. And you're like, there's literally no point in me tracking this because I just know that I'm going to get over. Then you call it, you call it a day. And you're like, there's literally no point of weighing out my food for the rest of the day because I already blew it all and it's 2 PM. So there's no point of like continuing to track. So it's like you go from one extreme, like so very meticulous to like, whether it's the afternoon or especially the end of the day where it's like, all right, well, screw it. I'm just going to, you know, I'm just going to eat whatever I want. And then again, I'm going to get back on track tomorrow. So the weighing everything out and being so meticulous, it's not necessary, you know? And I thought, I wish somebody told me that because I thought that weighing everything out was just like normal. Like I have fitness goals to reach. Like, you know what I mean? Like I have, I have health goals. Like this is what I see everyone else doing. And this is what I was told to do to be able to reach my goals. But like, it's actually not normal to number one, be weighing out your food. But also number two, if you are weighing out like spinach and or like whatever, you're weighing things out and it's over by a few grams and that's like stressing you out. Like that is unhealthy because there's so much anxiety. There's so much fear of like, oh my gosh, am I going to gain weight if I'm over by like five grams? And again, it's, it's crazy because you have that mindset, but then it's like, if you binge, it's like, screw it. Like you don't even care about the macros, right? Like I would be like, okay, 10 almonds, 15 almonds. 
And then it's like, if I had cookies, I wouldn't count how many I had. Like I'd binge on like an entire box of cookies. So this is an unhealthy relationship with food, the meticulous tracking, the weighing everything, the measuring everything, the the points, the calories, like overly consumed by the macros, the calories and the points. Okay. Number three is constant food thoughts. You think about food all day long. Like literally you could be, you know, out for a drive and you're thinking about food. You're being intimate with your partner and you're thinking about how many calories you consumed. You've just eaten your meal and you're already thinking about when your next meal is, how much you've eaten, right? You're thinking, you're thinking about the the, the chocolate that you've been craving all day and you just so badly want to be able to eat that chocolate. I remember when I was at my fitness studio and I would start off the day, obviously really healthy and I pack all my healthy meals and all those things. And it's like, after my first meal breakfast, I was already thinking about like, what am I going to have for lunch? And then I always, always, always would binge in the evenings and I would never bring to work what I wanted to binge on. It was always for like the evening time when I was like home alone or whatever, like home in the evening. So I would be like at work and already be like thinking about like, Ooh, what am I going to have tonight? Like, I just can't wait to eat it. I would literally be like looking at the clock. Like how many more hours do I have to go to go? How many more minutes do I have to go? Um, if, if I was, you know, hanging out with people and like there was food in front of us, like a get together or whatever. And there was food in front of us. Like I could not even pay attention to the conversations because I'm just thinking about like, okay, what looks good? Like, what should I eat? And it was like this weirdest thing where I was like so scared to like grab something because I didn't want somebody to make a comment of like, oh, like you're, you're eat like you keep grabbing food or like you're eating so much. Like I was so scared of like these comments. So I'd be like, in my mind, it was almost like I was like visualizing how I was going to do it. And like, um, like, okay, like, okay, maybe I'm going to have this. Like, maybe I'm going to have this. Like, like I literally could not even be present with the people in my life. Um, And then also like going out for dinner, it was like a whole week in advance. I'd be like looking up the menu and like taking so long to decide. Like I I would never be able to just go to a restaurant and be like, I'm going to scan, scan the menu once. And then, okay, here we go. I'm going to, this is exactly what I want because it was much more complex. I don't know what I'm craving Heck, I don't even know my freaking hunger and fullness cues. So now you want me to decide out of all of these delicious foods that I don't ever allow myself to have and I just get to choose one? Well, I'm already in the all or nothing mentality because I normally don't do this. I normally don't have these foods. So I want it all. So now that makes it so much harder because I want this and I want this and I want this and I want this. And what if I make the quote unquote wrong decision? What if I order the salad, but I really wanted the pizza, but then what if I order the pizza and then I feel like crap and I should have ordered the salad? Like, what do I do? I don't know. Hmm. 
Okay. But if I'm focusing on calories then maybe the salad is a better choice. Oh no, no. But then I'm not going to be satisfied. And then I'm just going to come home and binge anyways. So maybe I should get the pizza. And then when you get to the restaurant and everybody is ordering like a salad or like a salmon dish, like being salty, you're like, well, I can't order the, the pizza. Everybody else is eating so healthy. So it's like, even if you have these like intentions of like going into it of like, this is what I'm going to order. It's, it's just like this constant thought about like, am I right? Making the right decision? What are the calories? Like you're just constantly thinking about food all day long, all day long. And that is like a huge sign. You guys, like, I didn't realize it. I just thought everybody thought about food. Like, I don't know, like, because, you know, I heard my friends always saying like, I'm a foodie and like, where do you want to go to eat? And like, you know, if it was somebody's birthday, then there's always like cake and let's go up for dinner. So like it was always surrounded by food. So I just figured like everybody else thought about food. But when I really asked myself, like, how much do you think about food? Is it like a few hours a day? Is it like, you know, when you're just when you just when you have to think about like what to make for dinner or is it like all day? My answer was literally every waking second of the day. Like every second of the day, you know, even if I was like having a conversation with something, somebody, I'm like, I wonder what they had for breakfast. Like, I wonder, you know, I remember going to um, driving lessons and it was early in the morning. It was like eight or something like that. And I'm like, I wonder, like, I wonder if this person had breakfast this morning. I wonder what they ate for breakfast this morning. Like, why? (laughs) Why does it matter? It was just food was predominantly the the main thoughts in my mind. And that is unhealthy. That is an unhealthy relationship with food. And that is a sign of binge eating because it's like, if food is constantly on your mind, then you're, you're probably thinking about like all the foods that you can't eat, all the foods that you just want to binge on. You want to go home and you want to eat all those foods. So that's definitely very common, but it's not normal. Okay. Now, number four, Going back to what I was saying at the beginning of this, like the intro, maybe you're trying to just drink water and tea when you feel the urge to binge to try to and distract yourself. I cannot tell you how freaking common this is. Okay. And I had somebody even tell me like, Lorna, excuse me. I just totally burped right now. (laughs) Um, Somebody told me like, Lorna, my dietitian you know, or my therapist was telling me that I should just distract myself and just drink tea and water when I feel the urge to binge, but I know it doesn't work. And the reality is, is it doesn't work. But, but if you're, if you're, if you're believing that number one, they're not binge urges and they're just cravings, then of course, you're going to be like trying to drink water and tea because you're like, well, this is what I've been told. Like cravings are bad. I shouldn't give in to my cravings. So if you think it's just a craving, then it, you just think it's like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. Like, you know, I'm just going to drink some water and tea. But you guys, like you might be actually experiencing the urge to binge. It might not just be a little, a little craving that you're experiencing. It might be actually something bigger that you really need to get support with. Everybody has cravings. To this day, I still have cravings. I love my chocolate. I will always have sweet cravings. Like that's not going to go away. 
But if you are just thinking, well, I just have a craving, like I'm just going to drink some water. Like it's not that big of a deal at the end of the day. You know, I'm just going to, I'm just going to, you know, drink more water and I'm just going to make myself a cup of tea. Maybe just go to bed earlier, like brush my teeth. And you're just seeing it as a craving. Like that's an issue because if you have these binge urges, you need support. It's not a matter of just drinking tea and water. You guys like this is binge eating. Like these are urges that you're experiencing. So it's no longer a matter of like, well, just don't give in, like just do good. Like it's not even about do good, you know, stick to the diet. We're not even talking about that. Like this is an issue. Like this is a problem. These binge urges need to be addressed or else they're going to keep popping up. And that's, and that's something that's really important because it's like, Again, it's like, it's so common. Like, I'm just going to, you know, if I drink more water, then I'm going to be full. So then I won't want to eat the cookie. But it's like, if you have that urge to binge, you're going to be constantly blaming yourself for like why you couldn't stick to the diet plan, why you couldn't stay motivated. And it's not even about that. Okay. Now, number five is coming home and binging in the evenings. So common. And it's like going back to the first one, eating healthy, you know, kicking off the day nice and strong with a nice smoothie or a healthy breakfast. And it's like you're dismissing your cravings throughout the day because now you're thinking that it's just a craving. It's not that big of a deal. Like I'm strong. I don't have to give in. And then come the evening, your binge urges are so intense. And you're like, I finally get to eat what I really want after being so deprived all day. So maybe you don't eat all day and then you binge in the evenings or you're dismissing your cravings and then they become so intense that they turn into those binge urges in the evening. This is this is an unhealthy relationship with food. Not allowing yourself to eat what you want and then binging at night, that's not normal. Yes, it's common. You speak to so many people you know, maybe coworkers and girlfriends or maybe your husband or your partner is like, always, you know, munching when they're watching TV and always, you know, eating late at night, but it's, it's, it's common. It's not normal. Like you should not be like coming home in the evening and getting so excited for the fact that you get to eat what you really wanted to eat. Like you should be able to just eat what you want during the day so that when you come home, it's like you can have your dinner and sure you can have a snack if you want. It's not like you can't eat late at night. But it's like, okay, you come home, you have your dinner, you have your snack or whatever. And like, that's it. It's not emotionally charged. It's not like you're impulsive. You're not like spiraling out of control. Like it's none of that, you know? And especially if maybe you're home alone in the evenings or, you know, your your husband or your partner takes a shower or they go to bed early and it's just like, it's just you. And like, that's the most exciting part of your day that's a problem. Okay. Now, number six is kind of tied to that, but it's like food is one of the main sources of joy in your life. Food is pleasurable. You guys like, I love food. Food is amazing and food is delicious and you get to enjoy food. Like food gets to be so pleasurable. It gets to be so fun. It gets to be so delicious. Like that is okay. But when 
food is the number one source of joy in your life, that's a problem. Like if literally the best part of your day is eating, that's a problem. If the best part of your day is like coming home in the evening and just numbing out and binging, that's a problem. Food gets to be an area of your life that you get to enjoy, right? Food is, is not just fuel. It's social. It's cultural. Um, you go to, you go to birthday parties, celebrations, like food is, you know, something that brings people together. Like there is that aspect, but it should not be the main source of joy in your life. You need to have other things in your life that you're so excited about where it's like, yeah, you're excited about food, but it's not the only thing that you're excited about. Okay. Now, number seven is feeling like you're going through an out-of-body experience and you don't feel like yourself. Now, when I made this post, my my reels and my TikToks, and I was like, binging is an out-of-body experience. I had some people like, yeah, like that, like that, that definitely, you know, describes it. Like it definitely feels like this out-of-body experience. And then I had some other people who were like, like that's like underrated. Like it's literally like I black out. Like you know, it's like, I, I completely zone out and man, I, I, I can't tell you guys how, like how much of binge eating, it, it just didn't feel like me. It, it's like, like this black hole, you literally just black out and it's like, it, it's not even you. And the reality is, is the reason it doesn't feel like you is because it's actually not you right? It's not, you, you're not yourself when you're binging. It's as if somebody is literally taking over your body and doing things with food that doesn't feel like you. Like I felt like almost like, how can I even describe it? It's like, like this really mean sister or like this twin sister of me who was like evil. I don't have, I don't have a twin sister, but let's just say, for example, like she like all of a sudden was taking over my body and was like, it was like, she was like, um, controlling everything, you know, like a remote control. Now I'm, I'm changing analogies, but I'm just hope you, I, I know you guys get this. It's like, you know, Oh, okay. A good example. I have Mario party at my house. So much fun. You guys, um, Mario party, like Nintendo and you know, the computer it's like, you can watch the, 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 the screen and the computer's doing things right. And, and there's no computer with you. Like there's no third person. There's no fourth person. It's like, they're just doing things and you don't know how it's just like, all of a sudden they're like 10 steps ahead or like, you know, it depends obviously what game you're playing, but it's like, you're looking at it and it's like, wait, how did you end up there? Like, how did you even do that? And it was like the same thing for me. It's like, how did I end up eating until I'm physically sick? Like, I don't even remember this, like blackout. Like there was no buddy around. I didn't even feel like I was in my kitchen. Like if I just think back now, it's like, I don't even remember being in my kitchen. All I remember is like, I like disassociated blacked out. I like entered this black hole. And then like, I finally kind of like woke up from it you know? So that is not normal. You guys like there is, there's a difference between like, I, I ate a little bit too much. Like I probably didn't need that second slice of lasagna. Like that is not the same as like blacking out out of body experience. Like that's not the same. And this is why like I get so frustrated when I hear people say like, 
nobody understands binge eating. Like my dietitian told me just like, you know, do this or like nobody takes me seriously. Like I'm not just overeating. Like this is a problem. And when you don't feel understood, like I, I have to talk about this because I get it. I remember being in that same position. And like I was telling people as hard as it was, I was trying to explain to people like, you know, I don't think you understand. Like I didn't just eat a little bit. Like I can't move my body. Like, and it's not even like eating too much. It's how I feel when I'm eating. I cannot even describe it other than this out of body experience. And it doesn't feel like me. Like I know myself, this is not normal. So I don't care if anyone else says, Oh, that's just normal. Like everybody overeats from time to time. Like I know that the things that I'm doing with food were not normal at the time. And that's why I needed to get support. Cause I recognize this is binge eating. Like you are getting high off of food. Like this is not, not normal. So that is a really, really big one. If you are experiencing that out of body experience, that is binge eating. Okay. And then the last one here is eating in secret eating when you're home alone. Right. And again, people are like, but I always do this. Like that's not normal. There's nothing wrong, of course, with eating when you're by yourself, but it's the intention. Like you guys know when you're eating by yourself and like doing it in like a secret way, you know, like I always used to do it because I was so ashamed of like how I was going to eat, how much I was going to eat. I would be standing up in front of my kitchen cabinets, like scarfing food down my face. I would never do that in front of other people, you know, because everyone who saw me eating, I was like eating like a bird and like everybody knew me as the healthy one. So they can't see me like that. Even in front of my family, you know, it was like, oh, you know, got to eat the salad, you know, got to eat the vegetables, got to have the protein. And then it's like, when I was home alone, I'm like, okay, what do I really want to eat? You know? how much do I really want to eat? Cause it's like, you're depriving yourself and like you're, you're at work and you're with your coworkers and for breakfast, you're like, Oh, I'm doing so healthy. I'm going to have a banana and some tea. And then like come the evening or like when you're home alone, it's like you stuff your face with like 20 cookies. And it's like, that is not normal. You guys, it's not normal to be eating in secret, eating in your car, hiding food wrappers, like Again, what what I said about like your husband showering or like as soon as somebody leaves the house and you get the house to yourself, it's like that is not normal. And sure, like, you know, eating on your own and just kind of having that time to kind of like maybe you have kids or you have a husband and it's like you just want that time to yourself. Like that's different. But like if you're doing it in a secrety energy of like, nobody can see me. Like I'm eating super fast. I don't want anyone to see me. And and you know, it's like you're hiding it. That is binge eating because nobody eats in secret and has like a crown of broccoli or like some celery sticks. Like, you know what I mean? Like you're definitely probably having foods that you've not allowed yourself. And now it's like, you're so deprived of them. It's like, you feel like you have to binge on those foods. So all of this is, is our signs of binge eating of an unhealthy relationship with food. And like I said, although this is actually way more common than you think, like, I don't think you guys understand how common these things are. Like some of you guys are like, 
I thought I was the only one. Like, no, the, the what I just shared is way, 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 way more common than you think, but it is not normal. It's not normal. And you might be thinking, okay, now what? Lorna, <laughs> you've just described my life and exactly what I'm doing. Like everything that you just said, that describes my life. So like, what do I do? That's the number one question I get. Lorna, how do I stop binge eating? Like, what do I do? And there is absolutely the strategic side where you need to learn what to do, right? How to rewire your brain, how to stop binge eating. There is that aspect. There is that aspect. But a large part of ending your binge eating is also about who you are being. Research shows that your identity is the number one driving factor that impacts your behaviors with food. Meaning who you believe that you are is a direct result of the behaviors that you either choose to engage in or you don't engage in. So if you believe I am a binge eater, then that directly impacts your relationship with food. Like who you believe you are impacts your behaviors with food. And this is why this is such a huge impact or sorry, this plays a huge role in stopping your binge eating. Yes. You need to know how to have more control, how to get back in tune with your hunger and fullness cues, how to build up that trust, how to make peace with trigger foods. One thousand hundred percent. But also you got to work on your identity right? You have to learn how to shift your way out of binge eating. And I am hosting a masterclass on this because I, when I learned this, I was like, at first, honestly, like when my coach, you know, mentioned this and told me about this, I was like, no, 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 I don't, I don't need to care about this. Like, just tell me what to do. Just tell me how to stop binge eating. And then I quickly realized that I've, I've been researching. I've been, I knew everything of what to do. Like literally I knew exactly what to do and I wasn't doing it. Like there was some disconnect. I knew what I needed to do and I wasn't doing it. And maybe that's you as well too. You're like, I've read all the books. I've listened to all the, all the podcasts. I know what to do, but I'm still binging. I'm still self-sabotaging. This could be the missing link. So I am hosting a completely free masterclass on exactly how to shift your way out of binge eating. You're going to learn how to separate yourself, separate your binges and your thoughts from yourself, how to actually find safety without binge eating, how to regain your personal control and power back, how to cultivate more trust, not just with food, but to follow your commitments in general, and how to actually believe in yourself and your ability to conquer binge eating even more. It takes courage, you guys, to shift and release the story of I am a binge eater but knowing that you're meant for so much more and that you most definitely deserve to be free from binge eating, it all begins with a shift in your identity. So it's really time to let go of those old limiting beliefs, conditioning thought patterns that no longer serve you and actually reconnect you back to your true self who believes in herself, who trusts herself, who knows that she's so safe without binge eating, who's deserving of a life where, you know, she feels free with food and no longer questions, will this work for me? 
but commits to finding a way to make it work because this is who you are. You are no longer a binge eater. So I'm very excited. It is happening tomorrow, Wednesday, February 22nd at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's going to leave you feeling completely shifted in the way that you think feel and behave with food. So the link will be down below in the show notes for you to come and register. The replay will be available as long as you register. I promise you guys, there is a much way, way better way to live your life than to be consumed and feel controlled by food. And don't for a second, let yourself think that you're going to have to experience this for the rest of your life. You can literally decide right now that binge eating will no longer be your identity. You can decide right now that binge eating is no longer going to be a part of who you are. You can eat normally again. And this is what I'll be sharing with you inside of the masterclass. So register down below, come join us. This is going to be a completely huge game changer for you. So I will see you inside the masterclass. Have a beautiful rest of your day and we'll chat soon.